everyone, welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and guys, we have a lot to talk about today. Last night's finale of The Bachelor was insane and intense, so I'm just going to save you all from the long intro and just hop into it with our guest, my hilarious, charming, and way too pretty sister, Amy Van Buren. All right, everybody, I'm so excited. I'm sorry that today's episode is like a little bit late, but it's going to be more than worth it. I'm joined by Amy Van Buren, who is my sister and who is so funny and who just had a baby and she's like neglecting her new little baby so she could do this podcast because she knows that it's like so important. And yeah. Hi, Amy. Anything for the pod. Hi, I'll do anything for I just want to chat. Yeah. Like, I just want to chat as your first baby and then Margot is your second, right? It's it's so true. So true. Um, well, thank you so much for being on the pod today. And I'm so glad that you like really got into the season of The Bachelor because this is like your first season that you've been really into it, right? Yeah, this is. I watched that one season with um, Sean and Catherine. I think that's who the, who ended up winning, right? Mm-hmm. He was a virgin. Yes. Yeah, so I watched that one and then I watched a little bit of Ben's. But yeah, this is the first one that I like was fully committed to and I'm so excited I get to be on like the most intense episode of I just want to chat oh my gosh this last episode uh last night was so crazy I'm gonna make sure that this is really intense for you I'm gonna make this, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm gonna make this conversation as intense as possible um make it worth me being away from my daughter it's her one month birthday shout out <laughs> yes um this is like the Margot Van Buren celebratory one month um podcast episode that's what the title will be called um anyway thank goodness so here's how we're gonna do it today normally if you listen to the pod you know that we kind of go in like chronological order and we just like recap the whole show show as a whole but the problem that i had last night where and i've mentioned this before i've been spoiled like somebody spoiled this season for me um which I guess I'll talk about in a couple minutes but somebody spoiled the season for me so last night like until it got to like the part that I didn't really know what was gonna happen like the whole breakup and everything I was so bored by everything like I didn't really pay that close attention to the dates because like I knew that no matter what happened in the dates like it didn't matter you know okay sorry guys we got cut off for a second um it's all Amy's fault so blame her yeah um always (laughs) Like, Satan is, like, trying to, like, intervene in this podcast and make sure that we can't chat about Ari. Because Ari just and like Satan... Just how he did to the show. Yeah, Ari and Satan are on the same side. I'm, like, are. I'm pretty sure that they're friends. They have a group chat. Them and Crystal. Crystal, I'm sure, is in it. Um, and Ari's mom. Yeah, so Ari... So Satan... Um, sorry, I got <laughs> Satan and Ari confused for a second, but, like, it's hard to keep them separated. <laughs> um they talked about how to interfere with the podcast and that's why we got cut off um that was a really long tangent for a super small joke um anyway (laughs) so what were we talking about oh yeah so i just didn't really care about a lot of things that happened yesterday night like the dates like i mean we'll go into everything a little bit but since i was spoiled and i knew what was happening kind of i just like it was hard for me to invest my time and my emotions in, like, watching Lauren and Ari walk around Machu Picchu when, like, I kind of knew what was going to happen anyway. Did you feel that way? Um, I felt that way mostly because I accidentally watched, like, the way I watched this was through, like, Xfinity On Demand. And okay, it was yeah, in three I still don't parts. understand this. 
I don't yeah, understand so, how it's in three parts for you. Someone who's listening will because so the second part I accidentally watched first, and that's when he proposed to Becca. So then I went back and watched the first part of their dates, and then I watched the third part of all the drama. So um, it was uh, extra confusing for me, but I honestly just don't care about watching his dates in general. Like, they're not exciting, especially with Lauren. But um, I really did like seeing the girls meet his parents, though. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about that first, Um, because there was, like, some good things to go over. Um, But first, let me just start off with saying that this episode, right from the get-go, Chris Harrison was overhyping so much like it's way too much like you could tell like this was the best thing that had ever happened to them worst thing (laughs) that's ever happened to becca best thing that's ever happened to chris harrison okay her dad died so let's just say that could go first okay like second second worst thing all right second worst thing is being dumped by ari lion dyke jr um but chris harrison was just so excited and we kind of saw this in the last, like, couple weeks, like, the show didn't even care if people were spoiler, spoiled. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they thought that more people would tune in to see what was happening. They were right. Yeah, which, they were right. <laughs> but, like, I think if it was just a normal Bachelor finale, it wouldn't have gotten as many, like, there wouldn't be as much interest. And ratings have been, like, in the tanker this whole season. They're down 29% from Nick Vial's season. Wow. Yeah, That's so. a huge drop. So Chris Harrison is overhyping this right off the start. He goes, this is the most dramatic season finale. For the first time in reality TV history, we're going to show you an unedited scene. Where there's no way that there's never been an, a not like unedited scene in reality TV, right? Yeah, for one scene. Like, I'm like, yeah, like we're going to show you <laughs> it's called 15 reality. minutes of footage and we're not going to cut it. Okay, like surely that's happened before. Yeah. Like you're telling isn't yeah. Big Brother oh like gosh, a- but I did buy into the hype a little bit. Isn't Big Brother like a twenty four hour show? Yeah, right. I don't know. So but like, yeah, how he's is that not- it was the highlight of his life. Yeah, definitely like the best thing that's ever happened. I'm to sorry. Him. Was that for me? Yeah. Okay. He's hated his life this whole season until now. Yeah. Um, but so the show starts off and the girls are meeting the parents. And Lauren goes in and meets his family. And to be honest, like, I thought that it went, like, fairly well. Like, yeah, like, she's quiet. But she also got, like, emotional and stuff. So, like, they could tell that she was quiet but still, like, invested. That was literally the only time I ever liked her was when she was meeting his parents. Like, this whole, the rest of the season, I'm like, she is so boring. And which is why they're made for each other. But, like, literally no personality. And, like, she's pretty, but I don't even think she's gorgeous. Like, Like... She's just okay. The thing about Lauren meeting his parents puzzled me. Like, it gave me even more questions than I've already had about Lauren. This whole season with Ari being so infatuated with Lauren, I've always thought, okay, either Ari is just, like, so, like, physically attracted to her, or there's something about her, like, in person that, like, that, like, we're just not getting as viewers, you know? Like, maybe Ari just, like, sees something that we're just not seeing. Mm-hmm. And that really was my thought after she met his parents. I was like, wow, they really seem to like her. There must be something about her that we just don't, that we're not getting, you know? But then at the same yeah. time, it's like, why wouldn't they show us that? Yeah, no, I feel like they like vanilla people and they're probably just like blondes. And like, I don't know. I, for, for my impression, I thought they actually liked Lauren more. Yeah, that's what I thought too. 
But then I, I was listening to another podcast, but I will not promote it on this podcast. <laughs> just so on my drive home just to get a well. refresher. And they were like, yeah, clearly his parents like Becca more. And like, I guess from what they said in the end, when the dad was like, choose Becca, whatever. But yeah. still like f- from watching, from what I gathered, they definitely liked Lauren more, especially the mom. Mm-hmm. And yes, I felt like everyone liked Lauren more. I think that they just thought that Becca had more of like a personality, which like that's a normal assessment to me. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was like kind of funny. I'm pretty sure this happened during Lauren's date, but Ari's family was like, yeah, it takes like a certain person to fit into a crazy family like ours. And like, I think the only family that's like more plain and vanilla and boring than Ari's family is Lauren B's family. Yeah. So, oh, 100%. That is a very good evaluation. Yeah. They would get along great. Their, their in-laws and their Christmas is going to be so vanilla. It's going to be so um, up their alley. Both. Of them. Yeah. And like, they're all just like super rich and like. Yeah, they can just talk about Trump the whole time with each other and, like, sip expensive white wine, and they're going to have a great time. Yes. Um, Is white wine more expensive than red wine? I literally have no idea, but they just are so vanilla that I'm going with the white because it's closer to the color of vanilla. Speaking of wines, I got a, like, an email, and it had a promo code for me to go get free bachelor wine. Bachelor. What does that mean? The Bachelor has this like line of wine. They have three wines. They have the Final Rose. Oh, um, that sounds good. Like the Final Rose, and then I forget what the other one's called. Like the other one's called Ari Dubs Becca no, uh, Live. Television. I think it's called like Two on One or like something weird like that. Yeah, it's called uh-huh. Ari Line Night <laughs> Junior. Sucks. It's a sour white. Just kidding. I don't know anything about wine. I don't know wine. Um. <laughs> I don't know if wine is sour or not. Um, anyway, like, they sent me, like, a promo code so I could get, like, a free bottle. And I opened it up. I was like, you guys are barking up the wrong tree. But I went to the website, like, just to check it out. You should have got it and gave it to me. No, because, listen, the promo code that they sent me to get this free bottle, they I put it in. then they said, you have to buy two bottles to get it shipped to you. So, like, they were giving me this free bottle but yet they still wanted me to buy one in order for me to get my free one. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, so like you want, Typical like, you want the, you want the wine promotion from a Mormon, um, podcast recapper. Okay, sorry guys, we got cut off again, but anyway, moral of the story, I'm not going to get bachelor wine, even if they're going to send it to me for almost free. Um, you're not going to stop being Mormon to, to drink their wine. I'm going to do a full wine review. <laughs> sorry guys, it's for work. Yeah. <laughs> sorry guys, I have journalistic integrity. Repent, I repent. I guess I'm just alone <laughs> in my principles. If anybody knows what that quote is from, um, I don't know. I'm glad that you also what have seen it? that thing you do. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, I should know that okay. one. Anyway, so that was Lauren's vanilla date with the parents. Then we have Becca's. And they were so hard on Becca. And I don't know if it's just because they would have, like, because Becca had the disadvantage of being the second date. Like, maybe if the roles were switched, they would have been hard on Lauren. But they kept mm-hmm. asking Becca the worst questions. Right, they were mean to her. I think it is because they met her second. Yeah, and, like, I think that they really liked Lauren because all of the questions that they were asking were, like, 
So you and Lauren are both oh. very nice. Either way, this is what his dad said. Like, either way, yeah, I'm fine so with mean. it. I don't care who he marries. Do you know her? <laughs> Do you guys get along? Are you guys yeah. friends? Like, should he marry her? <laughs> like, yeah. Tell me some of her good qualities. So, like, do you think that their kids would be cute? Because, <laughs> yeah. look, I morphed their faces together. Come see, Becca. Come see. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, they just kept asking Becca, like, the worst questions. Like, so, how are you feeling about all of this? Like, how do you expect her to be feeling about all of this? Like, Yeah, I feel like they were, like, making her uncomfortable where they were making Lauren more comfortable. Like, she had never been more herself in her entire life. And then <laughs> Becca like, finally, was, like, my people... <laughs> Yeah. people that show like four emotions per year one per quarter yeah. I, I found my tribe she, she really has a squad, a squad. <laughs> she found her squad goals with uh, the lion dyke junior, <laughs> junior. Right. like she Christmas regardless yeah so um what even happens after this okay then they both have their day dates which like is there much to add I, again, Lauren had, like, so much emotion from, like, being at Machu Picchu. Like, that was, like, the most that we'd ever seen from her. She was really excited about it. We also mm-hmm. found out that her view of, like, adulthood and marriage and everything is really just, like, wine and dogs. I know. Okay. Like, tell me about, like, what you think that our life will be like together. So we'll um, Basically, like, anybody else's life. <laughs> and then we'll drink wine. We'll go to the farmer's market. With her dogs. Yeah. What did she say? And then on the weekends, what was we'll it? We'll go to the dog park. Yeah. I'm like, then is we'll that all wine. you guys are going to do? <laughs> like, I don't know if that's how they do it in whatever Carolina she was from. Or no, Virginia. She was from Virginia And Beach. then at night, all they do is have a glass of wine. <laughs> they don't even watch TV or like play board games. Like, and then in the evening, we'll just have like a glass of wine. It's and just, then on I the week, that. like, did a jump to the weekend. I was like, wow, you guys literally do nothing. But that actually sounds like them. They would literally do nothing and probably have like minimal conversations. And on um, the Brothers, my favorite uh, meme that I saw was like when it was like, they, we have so much to catch up on. And she's like, all right, there's a plate behind you. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> That's their whole conversation. That would be their whole marriage, uh, which apparently is going to happen. Yeah. Remember that scene from yesterday? I Now that we're talking about memes, I just have to bring up a couple. Um, There was... Last night, Lauren was, like, writing in, like, a journal or something. And mm-hmm. I saw this meme that was her writing in the journal. And then it just opened up the journal. And it just says, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> like, like that Owen Wilson. Have you ever seen that Owen Wilson wow video? Um, no. Oh, my goodness. Like, okay, know, I'll send it to you. I know that people, like, make fun of his wow. <laughs> he just says wow all the time. Okay, I'll send it to you anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, they're at Machu Picchu. They talk about their dog life. And Ari is so in love with her. Here's what we got to talk about. Because we're, we're not even going to talk about Becca's date. Because there was nothing to say. Yeah, I literally was just thinking, what was it? Yeah, like, so, like, they saw, they saw um, the native animals there, the alpacas, I think. Oh, or yeah. Or llamas. They're just, like, petting the alpacas. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. are these even real alpacas? I couldn't even tell at one point. Yeah. I don't know. I was not impressed. Budget's really skimping. Can't even get the real alpacas. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway. Are they even in Peru? 
Before we get to the proposals, we got to talk about one of Ari's major flaws, the season and last episode. It's how much he said he loved these people. So, Oh my gosh, yeah. We talked about it a little bit last pod, but with Ben Higgins, when Ari said, I love you, and when Ben said, I love you to Lauren and to Jojo, it kind of like slipped out. Especially with JoJo. Like, I think it's... He really wanted to say it to Lauren B. And then the next day, he was like, shoot, I should probably say it to JoJo too. And then it kind of slipped out. And he, like, Mm -hmm. was super torn up about that. But with Ari, he's just throwing... I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you. I love you so much. To both of the women. And he's saying, like, the same phrases to both of these women. And it just, like... He says it as much as he says, Aw, I love that. You know what? Ari is just, like, a loving guy. He's Even though he was, like, so heartless on the gay spectrum. <laughs> Aren't we all? No, just kidding. Because, um, like, the spectrum, like, I know, be so <laughs> I realize that now. <laughs> okay, like, it does, you just have to, like, specify what end of the gay spectrum you think he's on. Because <laughs> literally, like, if it's the spectrum... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't everyone fall um anyway somewhere yeah okay sorry so let's talk about the proposals lauren comes out one thing that i hate it when bachelors do and especially this was another one of ari's like big flaws from last night he lauren comes out she thinks that she's about to get engaged because she's taken the context clues from Ari, a man who keeps saying, I love you so much, I love you so much, I love you so much, can't wait to start our life together, etc. Yeah. And who probably told her in their overnight date, I'm going to choose you, because she seemed way confident. He probably was saying, like, I'm putting a baby in you right now. Yeah, like, that's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> but, like, she goes up, she's confident, and then she starts her spiel, and I hate it when the bachelors or bachelorettes let them say their piece when they're going to, um, like, just dump them. Like, when she started talking, Ari should have said, no, no, it's not, like, it's not going to be you. I'm so sorry. Do not profess your love for me right now on film. Do not do it. But no, well, Can you remind me there. what she said? Well, I mean, like, I, I cannot summarize. Verbatim. <laughs> it was, Ari, when I first met you, when I first walked out of the limo, I was struck with how great you are, and um, yeah, seriously, yeah. Like, so it was like some monotone stuff with emotion, and <laughs> then Ari said, "Like, it's not you." And Lauren, you know when she they keep saying she has these walls up, she has these walls up. Oh I normally gosh, hate it. hearing that. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you know what? Like, just break down your freaking walls. Like, whatever. Like you're an adult. <laughs> Move on. But this. I was, this was like a visual moment where it's as if we were able to see her walls come up before our eyes, <laughs> like, yeah. a, like another like 20 foot wall just like surrounded <laughs> her when Ari's like, the no, wall that's not you talking about, then it's like, <laughs> like, that's the sound of a wall. Being <laughs> um, someone called Trump. Yeah, it's so true. Um, for all his mm-hmm. wall making needs. Um, <laughs> like you she just shut down like and she didn't even really get that emotional until the car ride home and 
that was another like good moment of Lauren. Like we're we're really like seeing who she is. That was the best moment. I literally have the chills right now. That's really weird. But like that was the best Lauren that we've ever seen. Even a little bit better than being with the parents. Yeah, I think. But um, when she made such a good point, she said he shouldn't get engaged. Yeah, but he shouldn't have. Yeah. That was his big mistake of last night. So let's talk about that. Yeah, three hours ago, you didn't know what you, you were going to do. Yeah, and now like, you're proposing to somebody, you definitely shouldn't be engaged. Mm-hmm. So, but it was amazing that she wasn't like, screw you. Didn't she still say I love you? And he didn't say it back, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, that was crazy. So also, let's note the fact Peru is a beautiful place, as I've seen on The Bachelor. Never been there, um, but... There were a lot of pretty places for them to propose. Why did they choose for him to propose next to, like, a dirty, brown, muddy river? Yeah, It looked like he was in Wonka's Chocolate Factory, and he was proposing next to the Chocolate River. (laughs) Augustus Gloop was going to swim out, and he (laughs) said, Oh, man. Yeah, I agree. And, like, any, even their, like, anywhere, I guess. I was going to say, like, their group dates or, like, any other setting that they've been in was more romantic than that. Yeah. Even a table for two. It was very odd. Um, mm-hmm. So then let's talk about Becca's proposal. So he proposes to Becca. And were like at any point, did you, I don't know. What did you think of the proposal? Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, my opinion of it was, and maybe it's because I had been spoiled or whatever. I don't know, but I felt like he wasn't in it. Like, I didn't really feel like he loves her so much. And like the other podcast I listened to tiny second, um, they were like thinking that he was super into it and stuff. And I was like, I feel like I can see it in his eyes. Like he just does. He's not in love with her. Like, yeah, she's cute and she's fun and like Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And he, I feel like he's just talking himself into it, but I don't feel like he's in love with her. And I don't even feel like he's necessarily in love with Lauren. Like, their relationship to me was, like, two middle schoolers who just really like each other a lot and just sit next to each other at lunch and have nothing to talk about. But, like, they just think each other's, like, really cute or something, you know? But, like, none of these people even know each other very well. Like, even if they've – how long is the show on for again? Like, how many months? Um, Not on, but, you know, like, like they see each other. Like, two months. Mm -hmm. So it's two months and they got to hang out for like a couple hours or something, like 24 hours total. Like, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Well, like sometimes I could really buy the proposals, but this one, like, he just wasn't in it. I think that he was excited to be engaged. I think he was excited that, like, it was going to work out. Like, he. That he didn't have to pay for the ring. Well, like, I think that he was excited that he was able to find someone that he could imagine it working with. Etc. Mm-hmm. That like he wasn't gonna pick nobody at the end because he said that that was one of his fears and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The proposal just seemed so weird. And then after when they were excited, she seemed like so excited because she was in love. He seemed excited that he was engaged. And then he was like, "So when can we start making babies?" Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I just I do not know. So yeah, proposal... the whole thing was like super weird for me, and yeah, it's, it was really sad to just see her be so genuinely excited and happy. But I don't even she was that in love with him. I like this is so like cliche, but I feel like she's in love with the idea of him. Like yeah. she's not not necessarily that because she got picked, but because like she does want like a solid future, and she, I'm sure she wants to be a mom and 
like move that direction. But I don't think he really like made her feel head over heels. I think that she's someone who's easy to love and she's probably a person who's easy to love anybody as well. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't know. I just, well, I'm happy the, that it didn't work out for them. Yeah. Like she's definitely better off, especially if she'll be the bachelorette. But I, yeah, I mm-hmm. think like, I mean, and we know that Ross, the, her ex-boyfriend, we know that he's not that good of a guy based on what she said about him. Like after, I don't even like him on TV. It's like, this guy looks like a douche. Yeah, he was a douche. But it's crazy that she would date that guy for seven years and, like, never even get engaged. But, like, Mm. to Ari, she was able to make it work in two months. Like, I'm not doubting her sincerity, but just saying, like, like it's just a weird situation. Yeah. You would fall in Mm -hmm. love with anybody in that situation, I think. Yeah. Anyway, so now let's talk about the fallout. But first... Let's talk about everything that annoyed me during the, um, like, the Chris Harrison Yeah, okay, that's what I'm waiting stuff. for. So, why did they bring Caroline back? What happened, sorry for everybody else, but, like, what happened um, the last episode with Caroline? So, she Caroline was just saying, went to the Women Tell All, and she mm-hmm. was just like, I just want to say, I know what you did, and I don't know how you could do that to another person. And she was, like, holding back fake cries. While mm-hmm. she was doing that, um, and it was just really phony and fake. So then, like, they let her go on and do like the same thing, basically over again, basically just like writing her ticket to paradise, like in front of our eyes. And uh, okay, yeah. So, so that was just that. dumb. And then um, we see Becca, M, and CN talking about if the rumors are true. Like, just let us watch the show. I like, know. I was like, come on. This is like this should all be afterward and not be like are the rumors true and all this stuff i'm like you're wasting time like we know what's gonna happen like it should have been an after the fact kind of thing but i did like how cn's voice was lost and then even chris harrison was like oh not unlike crystals or like yeah. something like that it was funny i don't know so all of that like annoyed me and then right as soon as lauren and ari's like engagement didn't happen chris harrison goes i wonder if that's the last time like <laughs> yeah. i'm paraphrasing wonder if that's the last time Ari and Lauren will see each other. Is that the end of their story? Like, okay, just let mm-hmm. us watch the dang show. Gosh dang it. That was ridiculous. Yeah, and then right yeah. after It was Becca, like hand-holding. Right after Becca and Ari's proposal, normally, like, he couldn't even act surprised or excited or anything. He goes, we'll see if that's the end of their story. Normally that's the end of their story, but there might be right. more. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about the breakup. So, Ari goes on camera, and he is being interviewed, and he basically says, we've had a great time. And they show us all this really cute footage of Becca and Ari. Oh my gosh, that was really cute, and that was so hard to watch, knowing what was going to happen. And then Ari goes on and says his whole piece, I love Lauren, I loved Becca, can't stop thinking about Lauren. No, wait, wait, before you even get to that... The two things that were so awful, how was how Vegas? And then... No, wait, we're yeah, not getting... Ring is really big. Wait, wait, I'm not talking about that part yet. Oh, wait. What? I'm just talking about, like, wait, their, Ari's, like, pre-interview. So this is, like, before Becca even knows what's going to happen to uh, her. So, like, all the crew knows okay, before sorry. Becca. Yeah, great podcast guesting, Amy. Hopping I'm so ahead sorry. Rewind and record over. No. Or however it works these days. Banned from I Just Want to Chat. Just kidding. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so, like, I was just starting to, like, run a list of people that knew about Becca's breakup before her. So the whole entire cast and crew, Lauren, probably, um, Mm -hmm. Chris Harrison, like, all of it is just so horrible. And then the second most horrible part of the night was when they were doing the interview with Becca, who thinks that she's just going for her little happy couple retreat thing. And they're asking her, are you so in love with Ari? Let me see your ring. And, like, they were just letting her talk it up and talk it up. And I was like, okay, this is effing cruel. These producers, mm-hmm. like, they didn't need to do that. Like, Yeah, that was really A lot mean. of the choices made yesterday were Ari's. It was Ari's choice to record that. It was Ari's choice to break up with her on camera and stuff. But the producers also made a lot of bad choices. Like, right. bad choices. So it would have been so intense without... Uh... It yeah, was like, just really hard to watch. It was just unnecessary and just gross. I don't know. I so agree. then Ari and Becca go in and Ari does like the kind, how was Vegas? Look at that tattoo. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which And that was weird too though, because after you haven't seen someone for X amount of time, your fiance, like and all that kind of stuff, you know you're being recorded, you think you guys would be all loving, like so excited to see each other, or even on her end. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was weird that they just kind of sat down and like, how was Vegas? And like, had they not talked since Vegas? Like, that's weird well, so too. Are they... So Vegas was like the day before that. Are they not allowed to and... like text each other? Well, so <laughs> Becca wrote like an article for People explaining mm-hmm. like her side of the situation and everything. For some reason, Ari, like, turned his phone off the day before. Oh. And then when she, um, when she saw him walking up to the house, she knew that there was something off because he didn't have any of his luggage with him. Mm. So she said that she, like, knew something was weird, and then she was, like, immediately, like, trying to figure out what was happening. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So he goes through the breakup and gives her the same spiel. Wait. Maybe you already said this, but how he mentions her ring. I was like, that is so me. But do you think that the producer set a lot of this stuff up, like, um, on his end during this breakup? Um, mm, like, I th- say that? like, I think he was a little coached, but I think a lot of the choices were mm-hmm. his own. But okay. that's just my opinion. I'm not sure. Well, my opinion is that, well, not necessarily the ring thing, but I kind of feel like they might have said something like, can you mention the ring somehow? But also, like, for him to stick around all the time. But anyway, I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah. And so we, um, what was I going to say? So the breakup starts. And the one thing, the tiniest ounce of credit I will give Ari is I do believe, and this is the card that I think he'll play tonight on After the Final Rose. I do believe that he believed that he was being honest throughout this whole thing. And it does seem like Becca had an idea that he was still kind of in love with Lauren and trying to figure out his feelings that way. But I don't think that she knew that it was to that extent of where he was like thinking about leaving. Um, yeah. I feel like that, she screw surprised Ari. enough. F-R-E. So let's let the rest of this podcast be the F-R-E podcast. I just want to yeah, chat he's about seriously the worst. him being a douchebag. That whole thing didn't need to be filmed. Even if yeah, he had, like, a right. contractual obligation, I feel like he could have in some way gotten out of it. Right. Like, if you loved anybody, even with, like, one ounce of your soul, but Find especially a way to not to call him ahead of time to give him a heads up. 
Yeah, right. But I think she, so not giving him any graces or anything like that, but I do feel like she knew that she wasn't the one for him. It was just awful to be, like, one of the first things she said, well, sorry, was that, um, was that she she was so embarrassed. And, like, yeah. that's not the first thing I'd be saying if my whole future was down the drain. Yeah, like, well, no, I think that she I think she knew it was happening. I don't think she knew, but I that, think that he was going to break up with her. I don't think he, she knew that he was going to break up with her then or anything like that. But if he had been thinking about Lauren all this time or whatever, and she's talking him through how to get over his feelings for her, I guess. I don't know. That was yeah. kind of confusing. Like, I think but she was so think blinded she... by like wanting it to work, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree with that part. So let's talk about the fallout. So Ari and Becca they break up and she finally like has enough of listening to him she takes off the ring while everyone I'm so sorry I just dropped the mic I hope that that didn't okay. shatter everyone's... mic drop mic drop <laughs> literally <laughs> that was a really good one Amy I wish I had like Thank you. said something intense before that um I know, that which by the crazy. way I said that this was going to be the most intense episode of the podcast ever it's kind of lacking in intensity but what it's lacking in intensity, it makes up for in humor and um, witty antidotes. Charm. Um, Very true. Anyway, so she takes off the ring, and then finally she just has enough, and she gets up and she walks away. And I guess we'll talk about her being Bachelorette later, so remind me of this. But mm-hmm. she gets up, she walks away, and... One of the worst parts of the night was she just wanted to be alone and she kept telling Ari, just leave, just leave. And he wouldn't leave. Why do you think he wouldn't leave? Do you think it was producer play or do you think it was just him wanting closure? I think it was a thousand percent producer play because I don't, he had literally nothing to say. He already yeah. jabbed her so hard saying the meanest things, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he really let her down easy necessarily. Not like there's an easy way to do it. But um, I think the whole thing was really harsh. And I think they wanted him to stick around to see if she would do something like insane or if like they would have some kind of like really intense moment. But there was nothing that he was saying and there was nothing that she could even respond to except for like, get away. Like, what are you still doing here? Go be with Lauren then. Yeah. And I think so. I think it was mainly producer play, but also I feel like he was expecting or hoping that she would have some kind of moment where she says like beg for him like or not beg but just like it's okay follow your heart or thank you for being honest or giving him some kind of closure and some kind of like you're not a horrible person for wanting this or some kind of thing but she just wasn't yeah you totally see that yeah and i think that that's what he was waiting around for like some her like closing up the conversation being like if this is your truth and go follow your heart or something or like I knew I knew that you wanted to be with her like yeah. you know it's whatever I felt so sad this whole time thinking that you're thinking about her or something mm-hmm. but instead what he did was just horrible and he wouldn't leave <laughs> yeah. and he sucks he, he sucks. wandered around like the puppy husky he is <laughs> I will never get over that he looks just like a husky every single time I look at him his hair like tripled in grayness throughout the filming of the show well now we know why yeah now we know why because he was just a monster um so a couple funny things have happened in the media and on the twitter have you seen that 
Becca's um, Venmo has blown up with people sending her money for like wine and sandwiches and like ice cream and stuff. Mm -hmm. No way. That is the coolest. Bachelor Nation. Like I don't know how much money she's gotten, but like her Venmo has blown up. There are also billboards all around her town in Minnesota that went up overnight that says, Ari, dot, 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 not okay, just leave. Sincerely, everyone. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's really funny, but also like super awkward for her. I don't really like that for her. Yeah. I like it for me. I think it's funny. Somebody (laughs) that works for the state legislature, or he he does something. Deporting him? No, like in the state of Minnesota, it's like a councilman or something. Somebody wrote a piece of legislation. I can never say that word. Legislation. This is why I'll never be the president. The only reason why I'll never be president is well, just work on that, and then you're there. Legislation. The only you got it. He said that he was writing a piece of legislation, (laughs) barring Ari from the state of Minnesota. Okay, that is hilarious. (laughs) Like obviously, it will never go through. But like that was like one of the funniest things to me. And then also we have Becca M. Who always borders on funny and thirsty to me, like funny mm-hmm. and fame hungry. Like I really yeah, enjoy usually her. more thirsty. I really enjoy her, but also like her things are a lot. So she just started dragging him on Twitter because she is like really good friends with Becca. Oh, and, is she? Yeah, and she showed these screenshots of Ari DMing her while he was engaged. And, like, the DMs, honestly, were, like, just friendly enough. Like, it was after the missing persons thing where he's like, haha, have you seen this? And she's like, yeah, I made that. Like, he sent her, like, the missing persons poster. And she's like, yeah, yeah I, I made that. Yeah, I saw that. that today, actually. Yeah. So, like, the mm-hmm. messages were innocent enough, but... Um... They were innocent enough, but your ex should not... Or, like, in that situation, but in anybody's situation, like, the exes do not need to communicate because he's just trying yeah. to open up a door for them to start talking again. And that's again. honestly but... somebody that I could... I can understand Becca calling him an ex. Like, mm-hmm. if it was, like, Mikkel or even, like, Carolyn or something, right. and they were calling Someone Ari her ex, I'd say, uh, shut up. But, like, they both really had sincere feelings for each other. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. It was funny, but also Ari was clearly just being friendly. Um, in the wrong. So, now let's talk about Bachelorette before it's announced in an hour Eastern time since this podcast is up so late. It's got to be Becca, right? Even though I think that Becca, I think it's too soon for Becca. Oh, do they announce it today? Yeah. Oh my gosh, cool. I really hope it's Becca. Like, everyone really wanted Tia so bad. I do not want Tia. She's so fake. I don't want her. Yeah, I just don't really care for her. I think Becca would be an amazing bachelorette. And yeah, her, her story is just so like... Awesome. I mean, not awesome, but so like what so an raw awesome story, Becca. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna have her on the pod and like have her tell me and everything. She is like, like my dad re- died. I got broken <laughs> up with on TV. My ex came down to Peru and publicly humiliated me before I got publicly humiliated again by my fiance, who I was so in love with. Awesome oh story, Becca. <laughs> okay, this is the worst. Okay, I'm sorry. Very bad uh, word choice there, but she is like the realest girl I love and. That. I love everything about her. Yeah, I and I never really felt like that until this episode either. Like, I always the, thought like a season of Becca was going to be boring because Reality Steve has anticipated that she's going to be the Bachelorette for a while, and I just mm-hmm. I could never see it. I'm like, we don't like see that much of her personality. Like she's 
She's like, if it was Kendall and Becca in the final two, Becca would be like as boring as Lauren B is, like by contrast, you know? Like, yeah, but Becca I just is, did not love Kendall. I didn't like so. really love her either. But I'm just saying, like, Becca is was portrayed as like a boring person until last night. Yeah, right. So anyway, but I'm sure that they'll call Becca as a bachelorette. Um, and they better. I, yeah. But do you think she would accept? Do you think that if you were her and you went through all that stuff, I do would think... you be down for the bachelor, like their producers and everything? I mean, they're kind of a holes to her. So yeah, so I would think that. Yeah, she's, um, like, she's so scorned. Like, Olivia from Ben Higgins' season, she was so scorned by the producers, where she, like, never went on Paradise, even though they, like, would have paid her so much money. Like, she never did another Bachelor franchise show just because she was so hurt by what what they did. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, but being the Bachelorette is, like, such a big opportunity. But I just feel like it kind of might be too soon. To, like, be well, pro- when does it start? Next week. Like, ne- they start filming next week. Okay, well, you can't say anything too soon after she got engaged to this guy after two months and, like, probably hung out with him for 24 hours. I know, but I'm so, saying it's too soon. Like, she just got broken up with. And yeah, she was I know. Engaged. She'll get over it with, like, all these guys drooling over her. She'll be fine. She, she should do it. Yeah. She should go see a therapist for a day. <laughs> for one day. On. Cured. Yeah. Depression yeah. cured. All right, sweet. She has to do it. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. Yeah, See, so now, I mean, it sucks because the producers clearly, like, dragged her through the mud, but maybe she can drag them back through and it'll be insane. Mm-hmm. So, Becca will probably be the Bachelorette. Ari sucks. And I'm excited to see what happens with him and Lauren tonight on After the Final Rose, um, even though I know what happens, but I'm excited to see, like, the reunion and all that stuff. Um, yeah, wait, do we, are we out of time? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, oh, man. Want. Okay, well, how would you feel from Lauren's perspective really quick? Like, would you be so down to take him back? I would probably be Oof. down to take him Sorry. back because it turns out I've read a lot of things that Ari has been texting her since the show started airing. So that's, like, beginning of January. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. How did you read those? I want to read those. Uh, I'll send you some links. Um, okay, thanks. But I think... Like, I mean, she was, like, really in love with him. And also, what else does she have going on for her in Virginia Beach? She'll probably take him back. Very true. Yeah, and I'm she's, excited like, to see them. hopelessly devoted to him. That's how I felt the whole yeah. season. And I'm excited to see um, Ari and Lauren handle the live show. Because they're going to be grilled, you know? And they also mm-hmm. have the girls from the season. Like, Caroline, Becca, etc. Tia, there to, like, grill Ari and tell him, like, what a horrible guy he is. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Live. And maybe and like there's maybe no it'll editing, show some so. personality then. Yeah. And like there's no editing, so I'm excited to see how he holds his own. He did pretty well on Women Tell All, so we'll see. But on that cool. note, Amy, thank you so much for coming on. Will you please tell everybody where to follow you on social media so they can be your friend online? Yes, if you wanna like pictures of my daughter. Um, my Instagram is abvb0801, and honestly, I don't even know my Twitter. I think it's dude, it's Amy, it's, D-O-D-I-T-S-A-M-Y. Yeah, it's still dude, it's Amy. Um, Amy Van Buren really wants to get me. her daughter on the Instagram bow game. Um, yeah, if you, so if anyone wants to make those bows for my cute daughter. If you do. own a Etsy bow shop and you would like a precious newborn to put bows on, Amy promises to tag you guys in the posts. So um, mm-hmm. go follow her. And yeah, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Again, sorry that today's episode was a little late, but hopefully you can all listen to this on the commute on the way home. 
Um, Thanks for having me. No problem. I'm Mary Art. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at, at Mary Person and follow the podcast on Instagram at what is it? At I just want to chat podcast and you can follow me as well at Mary Person Art. Um, and everyone, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow with Brandilyn Haynes. It will be so funny because she is funny and cool. All right, see you all tomorrow. Bye.